You're listening to Irish Radio Canada and in 2020 Galway will be celebrating the European Capital of Culture, Galway 2020 and preparations have been underway now for some time and as the clock rolls around coming towards the last quarter of the year it's only around the corner and Bridget Brew is here with me in Galway at the Galway 2020 offices. Uh, Bridget, the um, importance of this as an event and the importance of this for Ireland, the importance of this for Galway. Um, Galway 2020, the European Capital Culture, is a celebration of the arts and our artistic community, our creativity, whereby uh, for once in a generation opportunity, Galway is going to be the centre of Europe with regard to uh, creating a creative programme. Um, it's very, very important to the city economically. We're very um, creative with a high proportion of uh, artists living in the area. There's an awful lot of money being put into the economy through the funding and the programme. And we're very, very excited for a, very, for a year-long programme of um, activity across several art forms, multidisciplinary, and with lots of collaborations from, between Ireland and, Go and Europe. Now, there's 365 days in a year. Mm. That's a large programme to fill. It is huge. It's enormous. <laughs> well, it's a big budget. There's a Aside very big from the budget, budget the budget's one aspect yeah. of any programme, but uh, to, to put on one event, as many people yeah. around the world would know in the Irish diaspora or wherever, yeah. or to put on uh, over St. Patrick's Day the Irish festivals that happen in a variety of places, or even to put on the likes of Milwaukee, which I know you happen to attend this year. Mm -hmm. Huge effort, huge coordination, everything else, but 365 days. Yeah. Well, the plan is to have the program for a whole year long running so that when you arrive in Galway, there will be some element of the cultural program happening, be it in the city or be it in any part of the, the county. It's a regional wide des designation, it's a, desi it's a national designation for the country. So it gives people in Canada a very good reason to choose to come to Ireland, first of all, during the year 2020, any time during the year 2020, you should consider coming to Ireland because in that time frame, inevitably, there will be something interesting to see in Galway. So we'd love you to consider coming to the country and pop into Galway and pick up the programme. Or already, use the programme. You're coming. I'm already. Use the programme <laughs> calendar which will be published on the 18th of September to influence your timeline. And I know for North Americans and Canadians in particular, you consider Ireland a pretty mild destination. Uh -huh. um, to come to our climate is really, really good in the winter. It uh, you know, comes down to maybe five degrees. A jacket, a coat, a pair of boots is all good and an to go. And uh, an umbrella, yeah. But sure, we don't know how to use umbrellas here in Ireland. <laughs> come and teach us. <laughs> so what falls under the umbrella? Uh -huh. culture? Uh, visual arts, obviously, exhibitions, there's a lot of conferences, which is apparently capacity building. We're going to have graffiti artists coming from all over Europe. We're going to have, have you ever heard of fumbleism? No. Fumbleism is apparently tightrope walking. Okay. And so that's going to be across the Carib. With politicians? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> if not, why not? <laughs> it's going to be a big collaborative project between Galway Circus and a number of partners in Europe. And okay. 400 youths are being trained in fumbleism, which is tightrope walking. And it's symbolic in that um, a lot of people lose their lives yeah. in the Carib. So they're it's a community project, it's training, it's upskilling, and it's also dealing with a, a mental health issue. Can I come back and ask about conference? Sure. Because when you talk in terms of conference, mm. what falls under a cultural umbrella for a conference? Because um, 
I know during August when it's uh, the Heritage Week in Ireland there are a variety of events happening around the country mm-hmm. under a designation called Heritage. Heritage yeah. So what would one expect to be able to attend in a conference that might be designated as cultural? Yes, well, this May we had all of the graffiti artists across Europe here. Okay. So there's 250 graffiti artists that came to collaborate, to network, to learn from each other. So their conference would have been, you know, had, would have had thought leadership in it, deal with issues on planning and cityscapes and landscapes. And they spent a lot of time in Inishir. Okay. So they had three days here, one day of which was in Inishir. You had poets and performers in the landscape. They were working with the, the pier, the, the walls, the castles. They were working with animals in nature. And there was 250 people literally milling all around Inishir, which is a Gaelic-speaking mm-hmm. island. And um, it worked with an artist-in-residence. So that was a conference. That literally okay. was a conference. Okay. There's another conference um, planned next May. Um, f- from by Music for Galway, Kay. we're running um, an orchestral program whereby youths all over the west of Ireland, first of all, are never really trained or have access to training in formal classical music, and second of all, never get an opportunity to play together because of our geographical structure. On there isn't really any orchestras or formal classical training. Um, that much of it. So we've a big program to implement this called Symphon- Symphon- Symphonic Waves. They'll be performing over 10 days in May right. and that will have a lot of conferences and meetings surrounding it. Conferences in that context though, tend to be something that are very structured and organised and so you would need to register to attend or participate yeah. or you would have to have submitted your paper. So for the ordinary tourist that's just freelancing where would conferences kind of come in? Like they wouldn't I really, um, Austin, to be honest, because I do think I agree with you. That's very niche. Yes. So we've we've niche and we've general, and it's very important for the in the cultural industry that we also are capa- they call that capacity building. So if you're a dance person, or if you're a circus person, or if you're an artist, that there will be specific upskilling conference type of engagements for you in the program which they are right. that is niche to your special interest or your hobby or right. your profession but outside of that there's a phenomenal amount of community engagement in all of the projects especially the large outdoor spectacles so we will have an awful lot of uh, we have a, a schools program and we have a community engagement program whereby local communities will be building and contributing and performing in the large outdoor spectacles. So what I'm sensing is that um, 2020 as uh, the European capital of culture is that it is uh, multi-pronged but one, yes. uh, part of the multi-prong is that um, from a local perspective it's to uh, um, benefit, increase, enhance local culture as distinct separately recognizing the outbound or the outward which is the likes of me coming as a visitor mm. to experience culture. It's, it's two things. We have a very good infrastructure locally, but it's to upbuild and upskill their skills right. through collaboration. So funding all of the t- those 27 core projects, they all put in a bid. Okay. The 27 that are, were successful were allocated funds to do their dream, to build their dream. Okay. And they're all multifaceted across the disciplines, across the year, across the county. 
Okay. So there's lots of different art forms, lots of different people. Every single one of them has specific criteria like have a European dimension. Okay. And community engagement. So even if they're small projects, they will have those features. They have to reflect our theme. Yeah. which is making waves is based on our water, being surrounded by water um, and focusing on the landscape, the people are the, they're the major major themes of um, So to bring, it, to bring it down to, to reality um, I intend being here in July mm -hmm. with my daughter and my son-in-law and my two grandchildren Yeah, and we're going to stay out in Salt Can't wait for you all to be here okay, And we're going to stay out in Salt Hill yeah. So we're out in Salt Hill and we're there and we're kind of getting itchy feet or we're getting on each yeah. other's nerves. What will Galway 2020 offer me that uh, will be something that I can say to the, the gang of us, come on, this is on that son or the other yeah. there uh, We will be supporting the existing calendar of events and July is already very busy as you know. You've got yeah. the Arts Festival will be on. So the Arts Festival, the current Go International Arts Festival, is uh, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, arts festival in Europe. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, the Galway International Arts Festival is, which is city-based mainly. Right. It'll be on, but we're supporting it. Okay. So it, it, it's on every year. We, we finish after the year is over. And Jean Girard has a significant piece in that. It is outstanding. So you really want to see that when you're here. Right. Um, it will probably be located in the, we call it the Clada Basin, you know, the water space area okay, around yeah, yeah. Clada. And it will be a giant LED screen outdoor display in the environment, very much focusing on Mother Nature and how we're um, how we're damaging our environment. Okay. He okay. is a, a world-class artist from Tipperary, and it really is going to be very special. So you'll all enjoy going to see that probably in the morning, in the evening, at night, because it'll look different at different times. Okay. okay. In, if you're here in August, that fumbleism will be happening across the basin. The Arts Festival will be going on, and the place will be knocking itself out anyway. Um, but more importantly, in the rural parts of the county, during that time, we have a project called Small Towns, Big Ideas, which will give you lots of interesting tidbits to enjoy generated in the community by the community. So for example, Hedford will have he has a Hedford Lace project, okay. which is re is the word regenerating or reigniting the skill of making lace in Hedford. And that is coming on very, very nicely. Um, there is students in Canvara who are doing photography. So it's shot by the sea is what that one's called. So they'll have a little exhibition in Canvara of that. Um, the lace making will be exhibited in Hedford. We have about 80 of those tiny projects, okay. all splattered all over the county. So I hope that you'll turn left or right in the village, and the village hall will be open with and the exhibition. I'll be mithered for two. will be mithered, or there'll be some little performance going on, right. or there'll be some whatever. There, it is really there's literary in that, there's dance in that, there's craft making in it, there's exhibiting, there's probably talking. There is a, there is talk about a talking workshop. Okay. Um, I didn't think that was needed. Exactly. Either. I don't think it's needed either. I don't have to be working <laughs> in that shop. But uh, do you know what I mean? It, I it, and it, there's 80 different sites around the county that are all. 
So then Engaged would culture that. also, when it comes to that period in August when it's Heritage Week, mm. would part of that fall under yes. the umbrella also? Everything we do is with and collab with the existing calendar of events. Okay. We're not overriding anything. We're supporting everything where possible um, and enhancing and amplifying the current culture and heritage program. So if we look at the Galway calendar over the period of mm. a year, you mentioned the Arts Festival, yeah. um, there's the Heritage Week, then um, one, the, the, film, the Film Festival is a, 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 a real big yeah. one as well. Yeah. It's a really lovely one in July and we are the UNESCO World City of Film, which right. is a very, very significant destination um, accolade for our contribution to film. And Palos is, a, is an art house cinema and has a lovely, lovely um, fla, they call it in Irish, obviously. Mm. That means festival, doesn't mm. it? Um, so it's a film fla or a film festival. And they have lovely art mo movies on all the time in that building. And the building itself is worth a visit. So if, when we're here in July, we want to attend a variety of, of events... Um, some may be outdoor or whatever, but mm. I'm sure some of them may incur or have an admission charge. Very few. Of those that do, is there any intent to look at a passport type situation? Not at the moment, but it's not that we're not open to that. Um, basically, the uh, us at Galway 2020 and the European Capital of Culture ethos will be to have low cost or no cost events. Okay. So anything we run that's why we have a big budget so that we can fund the artists okay. without being dependent on ticket sales right so they have the freedom to go forward and um, and then we will there will be very low cost they may be deticketed in the sense that you may want to know the volume of people coming so you may have to get a ticket but it doesn't cost you so anything. it's more registration rather exactly. than admission so in other words we know there's five thousand in their square right. or whatever right. it may be limited to licensing okay it's depending on the location and the local licensing laws but there will be low or no cost. So the l existing festival program, of which there's about 127 in the county during the year, mm -hmm. continues. Right. Some of which will be enhanced and supported by us, and we'll be running beside them, not dominating or overriding anything right. in existence, right. or with them. Right. So the message, very, very loud and clear, is that um, during 2020, irrelevant of what period of time mm. you're coming, uh, be it multiple or once. Um, come many times. <laughs> to make sure to check yeah. the calendar. Now, are, are you delivering a coordinated calendar? Okay, brilliant. We are. The calendar is available from the 18th of September on our website. So what I'd really love everybody to do that would, is interested in this is sign up on our website. The easiest way for you to get information is by you signing up. So do that, that means you've just now engaged with us and you'll be put on our database for updates on our mailing list. When you're on the website, click into the program. It's there and you will see a calendar of events right across from January to December or the following January. Um, the year long and by day what event is on and where it's on, which is your, your point. Mm -hmm. Half of them will be in the county. Right. Most will be programmed spring and autumn. So okay. it's regionality and seasonality. So it's out of season and out of reason. And naturally, because of uh, the importance of something like this, booking accommodation yeah. is yeah. vital. I know we have ours Book booked. away. We have it done. <laughs> we we recognise that on there now we, needed to do, we needed to do it. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, it's not a limitless supply yeah. out there. No. But one thing I found from my visit to Canada when we first met was... Um, Canadians are not at all shy to driving an hour or two 
from a location to, to an event to, no. to get to somewhere because you guys are so you have such a vast magnificent country so we are encouraging a lot of the activities out of the high season because of the capacity in the city but the ca county is never full right. the county is never full not even in high season we have lovely towns Tume, more and more Athenry, Uktarard Spiddle <laughs> and Spiddle and all Kinvara all surrounding the city right. they're all within a half an hour yeah yeah. Literally half an hour of the city, so you're still in Galway. Yeah. And Clifton's an hour away, but that's a fabulous journey right yes, across Connemara. Who wouldn't want that? Go over the other side to Ballygar, to Ballasloe. Yeah. There's a fabulous hotel in Ballasloe, and then Lochray. All of those are supplying accommodation. You can go to Shannon, Ennis, Ennis Diamond. You've left Galway though. <laughs> no, but that's okay. Know, we right. like the other counties to benefit. You mentioned Connemara. You mentioned Connemara. Yeah. Uh, under culture, um, what aspect of culture, given that really it's, there's wilderness out there, yeah. is that part of your... I'm so glad you asked that. When it was in Italy recently, they said, where would you have a museum? And even this morning I was asked by a French journalist, what infrastructure? But what one huge aspect of this is that we're using our landscape as our theatre. And that is very important to us because it's actually, it's not all we have to offer, but really is... Our landscape is magnificent, so we're not really, we're not building anything, we're using what we have and we're putting cultural presentation on that. Right. So there will be performances, orchestral, the Jean Girard piece and um, some other theatrical performances in the landscape, using monuments possibly on the islands. Okay. Um, again to be revealed I can't really say yeah. much more because no, on this trip I had the pleasure of being in Connemara National Park beautiful and mm -hmm. I now understand it's got funding to be open 12 months of the year Isn't it great um, mm -hmm. and the presentation that they do there on an ongoing basis is also beautiful yeah and we got a wonderful tour at Clifton so that even this year yeah. before we've hit 2020 yeah there's so much to do and, and look at so you'll do that with your family you can easily climb Diamond Hill now yes because of the the pathway they've put up there there's bike routes out in Connemara as well that that are wonderful. That are Talking of bike routes. Yeah. Um, for the visitor who comes, I notice there are bicycles that you mm -hmm. can go and take. Yeah. Um, so that's, again, the system is there. They can sign up, they can get they a can. bike and put them back in the different stands. That's right. So for low cost for yeah. getting around. Yeah. yeah. There's a new transport. At a meeting today, we had a discussion about transport for Galway. And on the 23rd of September, there's going to be a map available of all the cycle routes and the. Um, public transport routes which might be of interest to your listeners before Indeed. they come. Indeed. Yeah, check that out. It's been great chatting, ah, uh, catching you. up and lots to do when we get here. It's going to be, the challenge is going to be sitting down and figuring out what it we is. won't do. Yeah, exactly. Or can I come back again? Or kind of, why, <laughs> do you, why did you schedule those two yeah. things at the same time? Yeah, I know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We'll come back a few times. That's right. You're listening yeah. to Irish Radio Candidate Roman Abroad and we're here in Galway uh, getting ready for Galway 2020. And since recording with Bridget, uh, Galway 2020 has released its full programme of events for 2020 and you can find that at galway2020.ie and just look at the top when that will bring you in and you can find programme. And there are events listed covering throughout 2020. Lots of things to cover every taste. You are listening to Irish Radio Canada. We're going to wrap up with We Banjo 3 a group from Galway who have done a lot of touring in North America and around the world and have a wonderful bluegrass sound. I had the opportunity to hearing them live in Galway recently and I hope you'll enjoy this track called Get On Board.